my god, the boys are back in town. It's episode 14 of Misinformed Nation for December 26, 2021. With us today, we got Sir Spencer, the Wolf of KC. Hey, 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 hey. Who's that sitting over there? Oh, it's Sir Sir Seat Center. All the way from across the Atlantic Sea, it's the Royal Majesty himself. It's Gwyff, the King of Kids. Merry Christmas, baby! And I'm Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. Here we go. Uh, feels good. <laughs> feels good real good. Good to see you fellas again, man. Wasn't very evergreen friendly, my intro. I do apologize. That's all good. If you're listening to this in July, good luck. <laughs> Well, I did. I did announce what date it was, so we're covered in that regards. Oh, yeah, you did do that. Like, fuck. Mm, 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 mm. We like to re- keep a tight ship going. Yeah, tightest. We're changing it up for this one, aren't we? Yes. It up. Yeah. So typically, in past episodes of Misinformed Nation, we would each bring uh, one off-stream show and one on-stream show. The stream being the No Agenda stream, but. It's it's a little much to juggle and trying to keep this show short and snappy. Uh, we've decided that we're going to only discuss one on, on-stream show and one off-stream show. So we've all listened to these uh, two episodes in advance and have pulled our respective clips. And uh, we're going to spend probably the next hour, hour and a half, uh, discussing these two shows. Yeah, this is this is like a, a Bill Gates date playbook move, isn't it? Where he tells another random woman, "You watch the movie, I'll watch the movie, and then we'll meet up at the weekend and we'll talk, you know, for twenty <laughs> yeah. minutes." So that's that a movie. Really, and we'll do stuff with each other. really Which, by the way, is it, like I, for people <laughs> that don't know, Gwoof, uh, there might be people listening and they don't know that that was a real thing Bill Gates would do with his dates. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a straight out of a JCD's um, knowledge. Uh, thing right his brain his brain that was it out of jcd's brain yes and there's another thing we should talk about real quick it's the day after christmas so uh merry christmas everybody oh it's the day after christmas merry christmas woof merry christmas booberry merry christmas sir spencer merry christmas uh merry christmas i hope everybody's holiday was filled with good times and good vibes from family but uh, it was pretty good for me Oh, and We're stoned. something else, something else we should shout out real quick. Sir Spencer was involved in a project featuring Abel Kirby. Uh, that got released. <gasps> no, it's, oh, bro, it's <gasps> true. Yeah. I, haven't, yes. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. You stupid son of a bitch. What are you doing? Early on, early on, <laughs> Abel Kirby like had heard some, through the grapevine but that I play drums. And he wanted me to get involved, and I was like, "Trust me, you don't want that." <laughs> so. Oh man, well yeah. Uh, since I said yes to everything, just about. <laughs> Wait, um, you're also probably a better drummer than me, though. Well, I don't know. We'll have to have a drum off. I was yeah. going to say I, the same thing, actually. <laughs> I'll drum you off. Yes. Just yeah. say when and where. All right. As long as you bring lotion. <laughs> oh, this is one of those uh, easy mode drum offs, huh? <laughs> oh my god. I see. I see. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Sweet. Sweetness. So that's great. That's great for you. Well done, you. You are. Thank you. you I guess I should how, say, yeah, yeah the, it's brilliant. The, it's brilliant. The band name is uh, 
Abel and the Wolf. So you can go to abelandthewolf.com to see all the info and stuff. And uh, basically what we did was publish a rock album on the podcasting 2.0 value infrastructure. So we've been doing the show Abelcraft, our podcast for a while, just kind of marking the journey of making the album. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're the first guys to put together an album from scratch specifically for the... uh, the podcast 2.0 infrastructure oh. there have been a few feeds that have been made out of music you know that you know people put some existing music into that uh Snore, feed structure boring 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 but that's uh, terrible stuff we want to we want to encourage artists to create specifically for the pod yeah. 2.0 ecosystem that's it. and Join then eventually yeah, get, get everybody in there come on in my friends come on, come on <laughs> red hot chili peppers there's room for you come on and we want, back. We want uh, app developers too to be designing music apps um because as it sits right now this is a great way to publish um but some of the apps the way they parse it so we've published it the whole album is one feed and each track is an episode um but i'm not really sure you know the music or the podcast listening experience i should say varies from app to app so uh it doesn't necessarily autoplay the next track you know because it doesn't necessarily autoplay the next episode um but a music specific app would be just tailored to have a great yeah. music listening experience have a and word it would with also Spotify. they're doing that aren't they no i was I, actually it's funny you say that i was about to say spotify is the worst if you want to listen to an album from start to finish spotify is trash i'd use it for my wedding playlist because the um demonic um playlist place that they when i'd got married at with tudor barn which was henry the ape's accountant's old house Anyway, they wouldn't let me mention God, but they'd let me put a Spotify playlist together. And I found plenty of Christian music in that Spotify place. Oh my God. No, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't didn't do any of that. But I was just going to say, this is great because it's like meta. When Adam looked at the iPod and saw podcasting, and now here we are decades later, and we're looking at podcasting and seeing music. This is it. Yeah, definitely. Staring on the cusp. This is it. This is great. Brilliant news. And now all I want to do, my, my little slice of this pie, can be Comic Book 2.0. Eh? Yeah? Should we have a little app where we have comic <laughs> books? We can, yeah. we can tap on the little speech bubbles and all play little parts, and it could be called the Extended Cock Universe. And Oh, it'd be lovely. could be done. Oh, could be way, done with the... I don't think they like being called fags anymore. <laughs> I think <laughs> nowadays they prefer homo. Oh, my God. What was that? Were we talking about comic books? I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to oh, fucked a lot, man. Oh man. <laughs> well, I think it's uh it was it was a very cool project to sit from the sidelines and check out and 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 listen in to Abelcraft. I I got to hear a couple of early versions of the songs. Uh, I got pegged to be one of the artists for, which was a treat. Ugh. You got pegged. Oh, and man. You got pegged you. for an artist. I'm gonna have to go Please. back and pull that clip. I am. Thank, I am not partaking in the, this anymore. Art. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> uh, a lot of. You also had some. Or did you, you had some scream mails. Yes, on a song as well. Ah, oh. yep. We'll uh, we'll be using that. What sort of genre is it? I'd say like rock to just be like a blanket statement, but it's it's pretty diverse, you know? Okay. There's some folksy stuff that goes through. About, I think Adam about... said there was some country stuff. Uh, classic modern rock. Or sure. modern classic Sure, it's kind of like, uh, wh- what's the easiest way to say a genre and never be wrong? Adult contemporary. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Indie Christian fringe pop. 
I'm excited to listen to it because I've been hearing about it for months now, so I'm excited to actually hear it. It's, it's so nice to I've, have it out there. Now, I will say, um, it, you can stream Zats to it in all of the value-enabled apps, but for some reason, it's not showing up in Breeze, and uh, it's got to be some kink with my feed or something. I'm trying to uh, talk with Dave Jones behind the scenes, but hmm. for some reason... It's not showing up in breeze so it will do it will do eventually don't worry just just keep looking and yeah it'll it'll be a breeze eventually we're working on stuff behind the scenes eventually the website will have the about uh Ooh. written out right now the bios are just some placeholder text about random crypto nonsense oh yeah um, I, I was wondering about that <laughs> there's the all Ipsos these different it's like a lorem ipsum but it's like yeah, crypto themed lorem yeah. ipsum yeah. I gotcha. You know, you know what I'm excited about. I'm excited to hear you guys do some clips from CCNT because Canary Cry was one of the first uh, podcasts I ever listened to back in 2012 or something, and it's probably one of the a big reason why I am today sitting here claiming to be a Bible literalist. So yeah, that'd be fun. Quiff, why don't you why don't you take that and run with it? Um, how oh, did you oh, okay. discover Canary Cry? Um, I think. Uh, I think I might be. I think the YouTube algo recommended it for me. Okay. And no shit. Uh, yeah, I was I was watching this guy. I used to watch this guy called A Call for an Uprising, and he was just some angry Italian Christian dude who would just call out loads of stuff on internets, and it was hilarious and also informative. So, and then I think it was pop. It was on the side of that or something like that. I think it was that. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I can barely remember yesterday. It's uh, it wasn't a show I, I I was not familiar at all until they had sent in a donation note. Um, God, it was over the summer this past year, right? Sir, 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 yeah, they both they both nights, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, and it, it was it was months ago, but yeah. So Basil and they, wrote they yeah, so Basil good. and Gons they they sent in a note to No Agenda and had an extensive amount of jingles that they requested, which were oh, not yeah. obliged. Yeah, because it was too many jingles, and uh, I I ended up checking them out, and uh, the the most of the time I hear them since I when I'm at work, and uh, anybody's listened to Misinformation knows when I'm out of a podcast to listen to, I just put it on the No Agenda stream, and uh, that's where I've heard the majority of them. And yeah, they have they they are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they are on stream for this episode, and uh, yeah, they are definitely. they are a carbon copy of no agenda. They're no agenda for the Bible believing folk, which that and, and fills a market. Family friendly, very family friendly. Very family uh, friendly. Space. Very family friendly. They, they do they they do the knighthoods. They do the meetups. They have yeah. the jingles. They have the, it's literally no agenda for and and it's uh they and and maybe one of you can answer this question because this is something I wanted to ask. They have been going for 10 years, and yet they only are at 400 and something episodes. Yeah, so they had so long-form they... interviews, and they were very long episodes um, where, well, very long, you know, three hours. And yeah. they'd talk, talk to a, someone that they'd invite on to their show, because the, the backstory, as far as I'm aware, is that they were working at the same church together, doing IT stuff, dude named Benin. And then they were yeah. like back to back in an office or something. And then one day they just, you know, got talking and, uh, and then they did this, they did this little thing, this little, uh, podcast and it just got, you know, more and more successful and, and 
more and more people listen to it, I guess. And it was worth doing for them and a good outlet. And so, yeah, I feel like I kind of know them because I've listened to them for 10 years now. So, and, it, yeah. and and I think you'll agree three times a week with four hour, three, four hour episodes is. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot. These guys are- <laughs> it's a lot. Well, that's, what I, that's why I was so confused because I didn't know the backstory. And I was thinking these guys have been yeah. are, are doing three shows a week. That's an extra show above no agenda. They've been going for. You know, no, no agenda has been going 13, 14 years. They've been going 10 years. Well, well, I'm thinking, so how how are they shows. only at 400 and something episodes when yeah. just bad <laughs> when they've been going for 10 years? But yeah, that makes yeah. sense if they were just doing so, it once in a while at the beginning. Well, well, they've got Canary Cry Radio, which is a separate RSS feed. And that's where you'll find all of the interviews. And then they did, they started doing Canary Cry News Talk. Oh, I don't know, maybe about oh, a, little, a few years ago. And it was originally just half an hour. And what it was originally was just everything they didn't kind of mention on No Agenda. So like other news other than the stuff that you'd hear on all the other podcasts out there. But uh, they they made a decision at the beginning of the old scamdemic to um, implement uh, three times a week and a lot, long, lot longer and cover a lot more. And I think it's worked out pretty well for them. Yeah, hats off oh, to yeah, them. Oh, yeah, they... they- it's they've just been do, they are doing very well for themselves i just and they're it, on twitch as well right i uh, believe so i was definitely catching them on youtube so it's nice to see that they've uh, avoided the youtube ban hammer i just if maybe if no agenda and all of the other shows that i already listened to weren't uh a part of my week already i could i could get more into them but as it stands now i mean 12 hours of content for one show <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot yeah it's a lot it's a win it baby it's it's the yeah. jesus no agenda now i know we all have the clips jesus from this show <laughs> it is i mean that's and i i know we all have clips from uh ccr which i love the acronym because credence clearwater revival is great canary cry radio or canary cry news talk depending on which one you want but uh we all have clips uh did anyone pull the intro because i have the intro for their uh the show no. we all listen to I, if nobody did else not. did nope all right, nope. I'm gonna play it now. To a legacy corporate media analysis and deconstruction canary cry meetup, baby. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow. 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 Fear is only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gons as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Tour. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is December 13th, 2021. This is episode 422. And today, Synthetic Gospel. And Razzle Dazzle, I'm your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gons, your favorite Asian provocateur for Christ. Welcome to the podcast where we bring you the best news, which is the gospel message of Jesus Christ, while reporting the egregious with a well-rounded, biblically grounded take on world events. And before we get into anything, welcome back to another episode. Uh, I have a a personal heating pad on me right now, a new member of the family. Mm. He goes by the name Cody. It's K-O-D-Y. He's a terrier mix. And he is here. Is here so the, they, he doesn't sound very Asian. <laughs> he's California. That's that's actually what I was about to ask. I have listened to several episodes of this. Is he uh, saying agent provocateur for Christ or Asian provocateur <laughs> Asian, for Christ? 
I think it's Asian. I'll play it back it's one Japanese. more time. So. And razzle dazzle, I'm your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gon's your favorite Asian provocateur for Christ. Yeah, Welcome. Asian. So he is an Asian. Okay, yeah, so he, yeah. I think right. well, I, just by chance, one of the regulars in the old um, noagenda.bar, the Jitsi room, or noagenda.win, or noagenda.pub, or any other noagenda dots network, I think. Anyway, in that room, there's a guy that was in the same uh, swimming pool uh, lifeguard team as, as old Gons was back in the day. And he used to be a, quite a strong swimmer, I'm thinking. And um, yeah, is uh, Asian, Asian guy, like Japanese descent, but living in or uh, well, uh, California, I think Orange County around there. I don't. It said so ambiguously that I thought I was mishearing it, but here. <laughs> I've to, I've listened to so many episodes, and I'm like, I, I think he's trying to say age agent provocateur, <laughs> but it always sounded like Asian. So I actually labeled that clip in parentheses. Asian or agent? Question mark. <laughs> because that was what I was going to ask everybody. I was like, what is he saying there? Asian or agent provocateur? Now, does anybody else listen to Bandrew Says? Bandrew Scott? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a number of them. Because I, no. I could have sworn that I was, I thought I was listening to uh, Bandrew's show uh, with just something about Basil's tone. It, it's, it's almost a dead ringer for Bandrew. Oh. That's cool. They got that white guy what? thing going. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it a step we, further. We all sound uh, the same. <laughs> when I first started listening to <laughs> when I when I first started listening to Canary Cry, because Goof, you you caught it way earlier than I did. I didn't catch it till it was on the Noage Industry, you know, a couple months ago. I I was hearing them talk, and I was like, these both these guys both sound way too similar, and it reminded me of this time where I was. Uh, just way too baked out of my gourd on some good weed, and and my buddy put on the movie Bottle Rocket with Owen Wilson and yeah, Wes, and Wes, uh, Wes Anderson, the the good one or the Wes Anderson Bottle Rocket, Owen Wilson and Chris Wilson, two thousand, and he was giving me a panic attack. Yeah, he was giving me a panic attack watching this movie because it's two guys. Like the main two characters are two guys. Owen Wilson and Chris Wilson, that it sound the exact same. They speak the exact same. And I was like having an existential crisis because I was like, <laughs> both these guys have the exact same voice. It's like watching a movie where uh, one guy is having a conversation a with himself. So it's one guy talking to himself the whole movie. I couldn't even finish it. I was like, I can't even do this. I'll have to go oh, back to it. But yeah, oh, that. Canary love Cry that. in a certain way gives me that same vibe. It's like, it's like this guy and his identical twin host a show and they talk about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That being said, they are coming on Evs and a six pack soon, so I don't mean hey. to insult them. Nice. <laughs> and where can you find Abs and a six pack? Can you remind us for a second? Uh, well, for the Christian people, you go to shitmyass.com. <laughs> There's many people coming. <laughs> that smells funky as hell. Oh. Uh, Brilliant. Well, that was a good intro. That's a good intro, though, isn't it? It's a nice little well-rounded intro, and it's, it's a little low energy. I think they're sitting down when they do it, maybe. I do Relaxed. really like the the end of the world is tomorrow. I really like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds they, like some, they, some booberry type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do a good job. Basil and Gons do a really good job with this show. There are certain things... I mean, like... We all of us have borrowed from No Agenda. We all have the bell. We all have the ding ding. We all have certain things. 
But I mean, these guys have the knighthoods and the sirs and the meetups yeah, and, the, and the same every, in the dames. I mean, these guys really, really borrowed from the show. And yeah. so they're the best ripoff in the universe. <laughs> yeah. And to, and to give them credit, ripoff. man, it's worked out for them. The, to get knighthood, you great. get you got to get a thousand dollars to get knighthood. I've heard like the amount of donations, the amount of fan art that gets made, the amount of jingles they get, like. They yeah. have a big audience that's Are you like committed a to it. Place. Are you like a holy knight over there? Who me? Well, I'm just I'm. Th well, I'm, I think there's a lot of people, and I think a lot of their audience probably never heard of No Agenda. But I also think they cornered the market because they realized like there's a huge Christian audience that wants to hear the type of deconstruction that No Agenda yeah. provides, but they're really scared of yeah. fucks and shits and goddams and this type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it only takes a couple of those to. Put you off. To turn people off. Yep. Yeah. You can't have it in front of the kids, can you? Yeah. Well. So, yeah, they, I mean, more power to them. Not if you're trying to raise little angels, you can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just showed my kid the South Park movie the other day. He's only nice. three months oh. old. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? You mean you just wanted oh, to watch it, it whilst you was looking after him? Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're a boner biting bastard, Uncle I'm Fucker. I'm Thanks for asking. <laughs> nice. Well, let's uh, let's get back on track here. Uh, Sorry. Sir, 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 why, don't, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit us with the other clip, and uh, then we'll get into glyphs. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. What did I have? Oh, uh, okay, so uh, kind of early on in the show, I... I was going to pull some clips just to keep talking about how similar they were to No Agenda, but I was like, that's ah, kind of dickish move. So I just pulled some stuff I liked about the show. Hmm. Full spectrum dominance, I think, is where we're going here. Oh. Satan, the devil, offers the kingdoms of the world as, as part of, a, you know, if you worship me as part of its uh, exchange there with uh, the individuals of power or influence. And so if he offered it to Jesus, the assumption is that Satan does the same thing with people of power in this world today. Mm. And if we talk about full scale or full spectrum dominance, do you know, you know the phrase full spectrum dominance, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, at least according to Wiki here is a military entity's achievement of, of control over all dimensions of the battle space, effectively possessing an overwhelming diversity of resources in such areas as terrestrial, aerial, maritime, uh, subterranean, extraterrestrial, psychological, and bio or cyber technological warfare. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we've, we've talked about it recently <laughs> in the context of, uh, of uh, AI and drone warfare. Yes. And there's also the book written by uh, F. William Engdahl, Full Spectrum Dominance, Totalitarian Democracy in the New World Order. That was published uh, at least on Amazon here back in 2009. So they talk about full spectrum dominance, and, and the, I guess I should set this clip up better. They're talking about the possibility that Elon Musk might be the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, which, there's a lot to it as well. Yeah, and I think uh, anybody that pushes Dogecoin as hard as elon yeah. does is definitely a contender for the antichrist for sure <laughs> oh my god uh, i'll play part two here I, going back to well, elon on. here you know if we really oh, sit down and think about sorry, stop. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry stop it stop <laughs> See that? that's how you do it stop, you want to stop, the clip. stop. they don't know. do that by the way when they want to stop the clip they don't stop they're just like whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey whoa over here anyway stop um 
Yeah, I think Elon could definitely be the old antichrist, don't you? Like full spectrum dominance actually refers to this this Dr. Elena Friedland's three books on um, chemtrails and beyond and just everything that's going on in the geoengineering project that's underway since the end of World War II and all sorts of stuff. And she calls it full spectrum dominance as well. So it's not something, and they've interviewed her, so they just forgot to mention it because it was so long ago and they've done so many shows. I have not heard any of their interviews, and so that's a that's a huge blind spot for me when it comes to these guys. Because I, I didn't realize it was an interview show. I mean, I, I heard them talk about interviews that did in the past, but I I didn't bother to go back and actually listen to the whole thing. But uh, I, I was yeah. more just baffled by the fact that these guys have been on for ten years and they only have this, and they go, and they do three shows a week, and they still have such a small amount of shows. So. I should have done more homework, but I'll, I'll play clip two here. This is my last clip of uh, Canary Cry here. It's uh, full spectrum dominance well, two. Man. going back to Elon. Going back to Elon here. You know, if we really sit down and think about what this guy does. Okay. In these, mm -hmm. in the outer space, quote unquote, communication, you have well, well, outer space. He has SpaceX, right? And then outer mm -hmm. space communication. He has Starlink connecting all of the world's communication. Under the ground, below our feet, he has the Boring Company, which I believe is a great misdirection. You know, oh, it's the Boring Company, nothing going on. It's all boring. Yeah, it's clever. But, it's a very clever. But he's uh, hiding the uh, the 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 dumbs, the un deep underground military bases, mm -hmm. and all of the interesting creatures therein. Uh, you have your brain or your mind with Neuralink. You have obviously transportation and energy or, and fuel with Tesla and and Solar City is part of that. The mm -hmm. economy. You know, as part of the team that started PayPal and obviously yeah. tech and AI, you know, he helped start open AI and his influence over uh, things like Dogecoin and cryptocurrency, which is part of the economic engine. So yeah. he Doge has to the moon full spectrum dominance. <laughs> He's got some full spectrum dominance. <laughs> like he is being great. Like every company he has covers a base of that, that list of, uh, of, of areas Mm -hmm. that, that are you know listed as being part of the full spectrum. So I don't know, man, I, whether it be prophetically fulfilled or not, they're definitely, definitely grooming this guy. Um, oh, whoa. I just got a uh, public safety alert on my phone. Evacuation mm. warning. <laughs> oh, is it tornadoes in Southern California? <laughs> I don't know. Let me stop chatting about it. Then, then we're really going to call yeah, a foul yeah, on harp. If we're getting tornado warnings in December in Orange County. Uh, yeah. I thought, so, I thought Jared Kushner was the antichrist. Ha, no, he's the old. No, he's just the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, good old uh, J Rod. But yeah, yeah no, I think these guys. Know, he's got also the tube I'll, I'll thing. Pass, I'll you know, pass the torch uh, through the tubes. You know, on the Future Armor where they do the tube transportation, he's yeah. doing that as well. I like how British people pronounce tube. It's C H U B E. Tube. If I was using tube. my proper yeah. P R P, I would say tube, as I would say <laughs> tissue and not tissue. There is no H in tissue. Oh, God, I've missed you, Gwiffy. <laughs> well, you can All catch right, me uh, on uh, AI.cooking once every two weeks or so. <clears throat> yeah. It's, a, it's a... Despite CSB, it's a good show. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a great show. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, but uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it on. I know you guys have more CCR clips. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to say about this show, but there's a lot to not say about it. If that makes any sense. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> See you later. Well, I guess I'll hey. run right up into that hole. Why not? Uh, I stole the other clips that uh, Chris was going to bring for this one because um, I just I, t- I took all my clips for the uh, the other show that we did. I won't spoil it yet, but um, for this one, I had to throw up a lifeline, and mm-hmm. I even got the pick of the two. And so here's here's the one I went with. This is. Okay. Uh, the, it's been discussed a number of times, the uh, appearance of our president on uh, the uh, Jimmy Fallon show. Speaking of Biden. Got hairy legs. Got, got hairy legs. He was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon. I forgot about Jimmy Fallon. Yes. I forgot he existed. But uh, yeah, there's some Lucky. clips from... <laughs> Lucky? Why? Mm-hmm. There's some clips oh, from the interview. Life yep. is just so much nicer when you forget Jimmy Fallon exists. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing that makes you cringe using mm-hmm. the pandemic to promote Jimmy's own stuff here. Uh, the, the, the COVID problem, I don't know what else to do and how to tell people to, to get the vaccine. I, I, at this point, just I think people are going to do what they will, I guess. I don't know what to yeah. say, but I, is it the youth that we have to uh, just hope that the, the kids get us out of this? Because, I mean, I got vaxxed, I got boosted, I got whatever you want. I, I, if you want me to wear red pants, I'll wear red pants. I want this thing to go away. Mm-hmm. Isn't well, that so perfect? Go ahead. Hold sir. on. Isn't that so perfect of Jimmy Fallon? To say, I, I will do anything you want me to do. I'll wear red pants. Just tell me what to do, and I will do it, fearless leader. Yeah, no, I know that it is. Uh, he is perfect, modeling. Perfect, yes, perfect model yeah. of the the mind controlled citizen. Yeah, exactly. I will ask well, no think- questions, and I will just sing a song about it. Yeah. Well, let's hear the president's response here. Well, I think what I'd do is have more people listen to your song. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm talking. To, yeah, see that. By the way, I didn't edit that. There was definitely an edit in the the Jimmy Fallon editing room. An edit? Oh, but Jimmy was ready for that, wasn't he? No, well, yeah, oh yeah, well, well, my song, yeah. <laughs> How does one forget about Jimmy Fallon? He's America's heartthrob. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. Is that? Oh shit! I said the other one, didn't I? Oops, Jimmy. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how you forget about him by adding another one. There's too many Jimmys in the bowl, man. Get this. Got Jimmy them all out mixed and pool. mashed together and pulling them eating, out. Eating red Jimmys with green Jimmys. There's a, there's like a James in there too, like a James, Pick him up James by his hairy legs if you gotta. Oh my god. Oh, this is like Booberry. Uh, I, an... I do have a. Uh... I I know I don't want to spoil all my ISOs, but I do have one ISO. If you want to play that, I think it's it timely. Well. well, which one was it? It was the uh, oh geez, let me look. Uh, uh, should have had it. I should probably oh, know what it up. was before I mentioned he it. Steps up to the plates. <laughs> he swings. <laughs> good clip. Good clip. Uh, I think it was. Uh, do it in post. The one you just played is is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I should have labeled these better. 
<laughs> it's, it helps if you put ISO in it. So that's what I think it's anyway. Can you play anyway? Yeah. If you get the shot and somehow, I don't know what the hell. Anyway. <laughs> the laugh track at the end of that is what makes it's like Biden says something like completely loses his train of thought and then the crowd laughs and it's like did they add the laugh track in after that no no that was natural you know that was natural they're laughing with him they're laughing with him yeah uh, here's clips but they've been primed for the comedy haven't they by all the, the applause please things hell yeah so they're ready to just, laugh and then so when something naturally is funny they'll laugh jeb's over <laughs> off to the side please oh, clap whoa. <laughs> <laughs> please clap please clap please clip two and so if you want to be sure you're going to be okay and the other good news jimmy is that we now have five six and seven year olds are able to be vaccinated yeah as well as good teenagers news. and so we're moving yep. we're moving For now i i don't know the the politicization of this making it become a political statement if you if you get the shot and somehow i don't know what the hell anyway I, <laughs> But yeah, here's the, here's the deal, Jim. I mean, it's uh, the bottom line is that the way to avoid this virus is to get two shots and then get the booster shot. It make and this stuff about you know Biden's mandating these things happening and this un-American. Uh, Look at it this way: it's patriotic to get this done. Not a joke. Yeah, it's patriotic to get it done. Yeah. Pause yeah. it for a second. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Some people saying that it is wrong and his mandates. Look at it this way. It's patriotic. He's literally trying to create the double speak live on the air. Like, no, 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 no. My uh, authoritarian dictator, uh, dictator-like mandates to to take control of your body and take away your bodily autonomy and uh, your ability to choose what medical treatments you and your children receive. Some people think that that's out of line, but but just change the way you think about it. Consider it patriotic. Yeah, and I think that's one thing. I was trying to do is try to find common ground, you know, and I think that the president and I do agree that uh, as the virus is concerned, the politicization of it is fucking out of control. Terrible thing. All this left-right nonsense, it's all a load of rubbish. It's been politicized so hard, like... <laughs> I don't appreciate it, you know? It's, it's tearing us apart. Mm. Politicization... <laughs> Fuck, it's, it's unforgivable. Uh, clip three, and then I'm, uh, I'm done. There's a lot of anxiety, and my job is to be straightforward, shoot from the shoulder, let people know exactly what the truth is, and lay out how I'm going to try to make life better for them. Oh. You just let him know just what the truth is. That's hilarious. The truth. He's That's gonna, really he's, funny. He's going to make our lives better. By the way, yeah. with his stumbling explanation of his uh, petroleum reserve release, yeah. they, his 50 million barrels that he released from the petroleum reserve is three days worth of oil for the country. And uh, he was that bragging price down for three days. Yeah, he was he was bragging about the price of oil and how it's fallen. And they showed this graph and it was a manipulated graph because it was. The, the average decrease in gas 
prices since he did his brilliant move of <laughs> depleting our oil reserves uh, was it brought down the average two cents across the country. So it's kind of like, OK, you didn't really solve any of our problems. In fact, you just released our petroleum reserves, which are, you know, for like wartime and like in the time, like for the purpose of keeping the country going, if there's like some sort of catastrophe, but you just kind of just kind of released three days worth of oil just just to say you did something and it brought down the price for two cents. So, uh, hey, you know, yeah, you know what job. they say, save a penny uh, anyway. Hey, what do you, you know? <laughs> My favorite part about this: Armageddon's on the way. Hey, tell yeah. us what's what's going to happen. That's going in the arsenal of ISOs from Biden. Armageddon's on the way, and that's the theme of our show now. Armageddon. I, I like I like the ISO. Well, I, I've always said uh, that this is more of a slow motion Armageddon. It's just like slow motion Armageddon. You know, it's drip, drip. The, Everyone's the- just w- waiting to wake up and the zombies are eating their faces and, you know, there's like ma- eat ma- asteroids eating other faces as well. But it's no, a- it's a slow motion. And the oil is free like a piece of cheese going into the mousetrap. Oh, it's free <laughs> like a piece of cheese. Yum, 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 yummy, yummy. Can I, can I add something to that last batch of clips there, Spencer? Please do. This is the reason why I try to avoid covering any topics that no agenda has already talked on. And I, I don't remember if this episode came out before or after the no agenda where they talked about this uh, specific clip. I believe but... it came out before, if I could speak on that. I believe it did. <laughs> oh, okay. Because um, they do three shows a week. Gotcha. <clears throat> well, as I, it comes out as well. Yeah, I guess it kind of kneecaps my argument then. Uh, just because well, no, well, the go thing ahead. is they do have a lot of because this is really, go ahead Blueberry because this is something that I have is completely like kneecapped me several times so go ahead with what you were saying boobs I just if you know not to say that John and Adam are going to be the end all be all to any sort of deconstruction <laughs> or uh, points of opinions on specific news articles but I'd say they have a fairly fairly well educated uh, background or guess as to why or what or how something might be happening and and I just want to kind of stay off of their turf not turf territory no stay off of their beat turf and territory both work um turfatory turfatory <laughs> turfatory <laughs> that's an episode title right there turfatory you get off my turfatory or I'm gonna I'm gonna do something bad to you <laughs> I called no, the police. Uh, <laughs> on today's uh so i had a clip pulled for like the last couple days i was like oh yeah i'm gonna use this on abs and six pack and it was a it was a clip of the the pharmacist this lady basically in, not interrogating but asking genuine questions of a pharmacist and it's on video and oh, yeah, i saw it on twitter this. i was this like I, I pulled the audio for it already yeah, so it's on telegram and it's talking about like oh yeah with the moderna and and, and like he opens it up and it's totally blank and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a great clip. I pulled the audio for it. And lo and behold, Adam had already played it on today's No Agenda, even though I had it pulled like the day before. So at a certain point, just a real ouchie, bro. Yeah, real ouchie. So at a certain point, you have to like, if we're covering the same subject matter, you just, and and this was something that took me a long time to understand was because I, for the longest time, if, I heard another podcast like OBDM or No Agenda or whatever play a clip. I'd be like, oh, well, I can't play that now. But now I'm just like, uh, well, I'm just going to play it anyways because, you know, 
Does that make sense? It's like it, it yeah, is, no, it's like I'm, it's still getting it out there. I'm totally in Even agreement I, with you. You can't be gun shy yeah. about, especially, especially if you have something to say about it. Like, yeah, if you hear right, something right, and right, it perks right. up your ears, you're like, "This hits me. I have a take on it." Yeah. Uh, include it on your show, because just because you listen to another show, not everybody who listens to your show listens to this other show necessarily. And even if they do, maybe not every episode of both, or you know. So, yeah. I mean, uh, even within the little in a live averse shows, uh, a lot of times you'll hear, you know, like the hog story goes on Monday and they'll play something and then be like, Oh, we got scooped by hog story. We can't play this. Um, our shows on Tuesday. So, you know, Lorraine pulls shows at the end, like wacky, uh, or stories, uh, for the lanes at the end, wacky stories. And people have been like, Oh, they, they scooped us. They scooped us. Like (laughs) the, the chances that people are like, in the bull and in the rare encounter like there's yeah, people I'm that are there but that time, it's not a majority like, it takes months for some people to catch up to podcasts yeah, like this not. is what, yeah. what mo speaks to with the school of fish analogy and i think it's good that we're all eating the same plankton and just getting off the you yeah. know the, the the bus on the same stop at a lot of times or whatever you guys take coach i, I guess i would spaces. say it's even <laughs> like if you really feel compelled maybe briefly mention like oh yeah this other show also talked about it check it out but i you know yeah i also wanted to bring this up because it's important and then play it you know i mean people aren't gonna be yeah, mad about that. just smash through it just keep yeah I, I guess- and spencer i think you made a really good important point there spencer when you said like as long as you have something like that you already like something unique that you wanted to say about it because that's really reason, what it's about there's a yeah. reason that it compelled you to clip it in the first place and so like somebody else being compelled to clip it doesn't invalidate that no i don't think i don't think it invalidates it i just i want to do personally for bts i want to do what i can to bring something new something fresh something that somebody maybe might not have heard before and um uh like yeah, uh, their, their whole circle is so different from no agenda so they have to assume that they've got at least an x amount of their uh producers not on board with no agenda or they don't know anything about no agenda so you're talking about canary cry here to... what's that you're talking about canary cry when you say that Oof. yeah like the, because canary cry had its own thing yeah. going on before news talk and it was radio and they they know that yeah. they, they although they can recommend no agenda a lot which is i think they have mentioned it i mean that this is how i found out about no agenda was through canary cry they mentioned I think it on like, there and I was like, uh, oh, I'll go listen to that after I'm done with this one. And then yeah, that was how I got both. That's that's what I was going to ask them when uh, Basil and Gons are on my show. I'm going to ask them, like, are, aren't you guys mad that No Agenda rip off, ripped your whole model off? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, South Park episode Simpsons did it, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, Simpson, No Agenda did Simpsons it first, already but... Did it. Yeah, they, they pulled the clips from mainstream you news, you know? I mean, yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon did this clips. first. Jimmy then, Fallon yeah. already did it. So, can, like, can you if be- it was already on TV. Can you believe yeah. that Adam Curry even ripped off the whole hating dogs bit? Yeah, everything <laughs> is technically temporary. <laughs> All dogs are technically temporary. <laughs> <laughs> play, play my ISO. It's pretty good. It's got something to do with this. <laughs> uh, yes, let me scroll back up here. It was uh, doggy tongue. Uh, yeah, doggy. Ah, that's doggy tongue in my mouth. 
he's got the new dog and at one point the dog looks up and just licks him in the mouth as he's speaking there's a there's a clip to go with it um don't know if you want to play it but sure uh dog tongue number six dog tongue it's only 17 seconds Time to hit that Monday grind and be productive. Speaking of productive, I saw Netflix canned its Cowboy Bebop adaptation. Now the world can finally heal. <laughs> you know, they canceled that. Blah, that's doggy tongue in my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this gosh. dog is a nuisance. <laughs> doggy <laughs> emergency. No, I, uh, I will say I was on Rare Encounter and I kind of. Gave a little more praise to the Cowboy Bebop live action Netflix show than I should have because I watched the last two episodes after that and now I hate the show. What? Oh, no I, way. I was sold at first and sa- the I'm way it ended, that. I was like, oh, I see what they were doing here. And now I'd, I, I, anyway, just an apology to everybody that maybe heard my recommendation of the show and watched it and is now mad at me. Uh, you deserve to be mad at me. It's not a good show. <laughs> Repent. <laughs> yeah. It's all your fault that they did Awful. That. You made him go there. You give him misdirection. I know I'm evil, but <laughs> I try to be good. <laughs> i just going out and picking jalapenos, baby. <laughs> all right, Gwyf, what you got for clips here? So at the beginning, they were talking about the main news of the day, which was when the tornado whipped through and there was multiple reports of mole tornadoes, as I've named them. It's 48 seconds long, CCNT1. I'm just going to shoot from the hip here and I can be corrected about all of this. But my understanding was, first of all, it's a little strange for tornadoes to happen this time of year. Yeah. I don't think December is the normal tornado season. Yeah. Uh, also, this was from the reports that I was listening to. It sounded like it wasn't just one tornado. Uh, one report was saying how it was something like 90 tornadoes like at a time, you know, not all of them huge and monstrous or whatever, right. but it was like a whole tornado storm type of situation in the middle of the night, uh, which I thought was odd. Again, I'm no tornado scientist, but I, I don't, I'm unaware if that is a regular occurrence. Yeah, there you go. That's the reminded me of the Las Vegas thing and multiple shooters and multiple nados, mm. multiple tornadoes. I can see that. Yeah, clusters of tornadoes because of climate change. Or oh, wait, wait for it. Climate abuse. You sir, I've been committed of the crime of climate abuse. You will now spend forty years in penance. <laughs> Hard labor. Woohoo! oh give it to me (laughs) yeah so that was cool and then um we're speaking of the asian provocateur my ccnt2 clip is aptly named japanese scientists it's only a six six seconder japanese scientists develop vaccine to eliminate cells behind aging oh yeah you can get a vaccine for literally everything hmm so what did you guys think of their breakdown on this one? I remember they did it, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they did it right after the 666 segment, right? Something um, like that, yeah. I'm, admittedly, I forget exactly how they broke it down. I do remember them covering this oh, story. Well, if you want to just play the next clip, because it's, uh, it's them breaking it down. The number three? We remind ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, number three. So there you go. The conversation will shift 
you know, about the unvaccinated, it's not just, oh, you're unsafe from the va- the, the COVID. It'll right. be, oh, you, you're part of the old class of people who, who don't get vaccinated and don't want to live longer. And, yeah, it's a vaccine against aging. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. And uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about a, a two, two class society. Mm-hmm. And Gattaca. of course, as it's been, uh, you know, shaped over the past year, two class society is the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. And yeah, now uh, now they'll be getting their anti-aging vax. It doesn't uh, really help with the sort of depopulation agenda, though. Well, I think I think maybe it's uh, well, yeah, the people saying that the people that get the vaccine are going to die in the millions. Uh, well, I mean, maybe it, it, that could be true. And also the people who survive are strong enough, a strong enough evolutionary to take the next step into the 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 beyond Basil. You know, so they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're just, um, you know, they're shaking out the weak said hands. And also and <laughs> I don't know. And also, that was also one of my eyes. Nice, taking out the weak hands. I well, think, you know, I think the anti-aging vaccine could actually go hand in hand with the depop agenda. I mean, if you don't want to age, there's one clear alternative. Oh yeah, <laughs> what, can, what about if it comes at the cost of of sterilization? You get oh, obviously, obviously, I'm not. Age I mean, forever, but then you can't have kids. And if you take it, or your kids get hunted down and murdered as blood sacrifices to your everlastingness. Honestly, I feel like there's plenty of people out there in this day and age that would be totally for. I think there would be a selling perk to them. Do you reckon that's what they've been doing with like the the the, the celebrities like Joaquin Phoenix, his brother going down, and was it John Travolta losing a son, and um, just yeah that they're like giving up people in order to gain everlasting life because if they're talking about it now isn't there that old adage that everyone always tells me in the pub well the japanese they're 20 years ahead in terms of their technology their toilets they wash you after you do a poo (laughs) (laughs) cutting edge (laughs) nuts dipped in honey gross Well, yeah. yeah, and honestly, I, I do think uh, any sort of anti-aging vaccine plus the bonus of sterilization. It's good priming, isn't it? The old vaccinated, unvaccinated watering holes yeah. in order to bring about, a, oh, are you an ager? Hey, don't be ageist, bro. Yeah, actually, How I long did, have you been here? 200 I, years? I did just watch uh, Gattaca for the first time probably a month oh, ago. Yeah. What's your take? Uh, movie film yeah i would highly recommend it it should be on the short list of any sort of conspiracy hypothesizers uh watch list ethan hawk isn't it or ethan hunt ethan hunt ethan hawk oh hawk okay yeah now the anti the anti-age vaccine is one of the claims that you don't age or that you just look younger it's attacking these zombie cells that are attacking your cells as you get older. So basically, the way it's anti-aging in the set, in the stage of it slows you down, so you stay very much as you are. I mean, is there increased life expectancy by taking the product? Obviously, it's like one of these things that even if they had numbers, they would be believable. But just as like exactly, a thought yeah. experiment, just as a thought experiment. I'm sure they'd have plenty of people these days lining up to give it a go. Let's face it. So, uh, talking these vaccines of, of which, are getting old, not this well, one. Yes. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, my next clip is aptly named Losers, and it's 43 seconds. CCTV More than 81% of Britons are double jabbed, which puts you are the country slightly behind Denmark, 82%, and Portugal at 81.9%, but well ahead of Bulgaria, Romania, and Slovakia, which are all below the 50% level. Booster jabs will now be rolled out to all adults in England. You know what's funny is this report goes into the numbers like it's mm-hmm. like it's a sport. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, the whole new. thing is just like a big brag. Yeah, it's like, oh, 82%, we didn't. 82%, didn't... except for Hungary and Bulgaria, <laughs> under 50%. Yeah, it got really Losers. weird. It got really competitive at the end. So I, that that gave me such good pleasure because one of my greatest pleasures in life is when I'm I'm sitting in the uh, noagenda.com room and uh, I get them all to do their bad English accents for me and it gives me such pleasure. And they always apologise. They say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, please don't say sorry. I love it when I hear you lot try and do it. It's really funny to me. It tickles me in a way that nobody else can tickle me. I mean, I do. Noagenda.cam, is that like a cam girl site? (laughs) Yeah, it's where you'll find all of the latest and greatest cam girls being rolled off the press uh, live for your pleasure. Oh, whoa. In video format. (laughs) Did you see her breasts? (laughs) I'm a bad person. But yeah, they're yeah. talking about it like it's uh, football scores is quite funny. Oh it's yeah, it's so funny how at the, at the moment they just flash up all the all the numbers right at the end. They're just like bang, 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 bang. Well, it's the same for well caveats it, at the end. It used to be the same for um, school shooters, uh, school shootings as well. Uh, they would, you know, like oh we got fifteen dead here, and this year we had fourteen, and this year there was twelve, and always oh, wow. trying to one up. I don't know if it's as prevalent this day and age as uh, as it used to be but it was definitely a thing it's just um a very pumped up kicks annoying. man that was the hit song for like a whole year all the other kids with the pumped up kicks yeah. better run better oh, yeah, run yeah, outrun yeah, yeah. my gun yeah. yeah it's like that kid's got better shoes than me i'm gonna shoot up the school i mean it was such a popular thing in the zeitgeist that like the number one hit song of that year was about a school shooting and everybody listened to it smiling along and didn't realize what it was about. Oh, I didn't realize I was one of those people and I did not realize that until you, you just said it just now. Kind of like that nineties meth hit, uh, from third eye blind, you know, <laughs> just sounds so cheerful. New York, New York, baby. New York, New York is all about leaving New York. Like it's up to you, New York. You make my mind up. Be a better town. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, guy writes like, a, oh, a da, 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 the guy oh, writes a song. A like, you ever been there? Yeah, I went shopping for a weekend over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this city. Oh, let's make it our theme song. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. Well, I think I accidentally labeled that my funny? Next, um clip. Another five, or I got the numbering all wrong, but I did it very, very quickly just just before the show. So uh, I nearly got thirty three seconds out of it, but only thirty two. And this is all about how they have producers and meetups, I guess, because that's what it's called. Those who are unvaccinated remain subject to lockdown restrictions and need to remain Wait, at home. That ain't the same one, is it? 
Uh, it says producers and meters. <laughs> Is it 32 seconds long? Yes. Oh, oh so, so go, go with it then, yeah. Those who are unvaccinated remain subject to lockdown restrictions and need to remain at home unless they're exercising, seeing a doctor or buying groceries. So there you go. EU producers, uh, Mr. Jag out there, <laughs> you guys need to put together the Canary Cry uh, grocery shopping event or meetup. The grocery club. The grocery club meetup. Yeah. So you guys can all go get groceries. Uh, <laughs> or if there is a doctor among you, you can, you know, you can just say, hey, we're doing a doctor's meeting. Yeah. So they've got producers in Austria and all over the world, which is another I was, uh, issue that we, we've, we've created the socialist wet dream, haven't we? Mm -hmm. New world order. That's us over here. Ready to be picked up by you, AI, if you're listening in the future from now. You hear me calling you? Come give me that mofo shit, baby. Yeah. You're pushing it! I, do I think, was talking uh, to Metis about this yesterday, man. I, my parents moved to Ecuador because my dad saw ahead of what was coming. He pre he predicted like how tyrannical things were going to get. And at the time, Ecuador was a pretty free country. I mean, they were harboring Julian Assange. Now, after they let Julian Assange go to the authorities and turn him over, things got a lot worse. But I just got yeah. a phone call yesterday morning from my mom who lives in Ecuador, they can't come to or from the United States because they're not vaccinated, so they can't get in or out. And uh, it's fucked. They can't see their own grandkid, man. They can't see my kid. Like, my Terrible. parents can't see my kid. And uh, it's, it's, it's fucked up. And I got, the call yesterday I got was the grocery stores are now in Ecuador not allowing them to shop there. So they're going to have to find somebody that's vaccinated that can even let go in for them to buy groceries wowza there you go yeah and that that's like the boots on the ground in a anecdotal sense but it, it is very much how i hear it happening from all of the people that i know and i know a lot of people are all around the world so yeah i think that it seems like we're um sleepwalking into uh uh sort of you know like a goose step in our sleepwalk you know we're just closing our eyes all doing goose stepping around like a stormtrooper and not the the ones that were sold to kids for decades on decades at a like god awful space opera thing um was it S -S star wars yeah it? star wars oh, Screw that shit. <laughs> although phantom menace is quite good i give it that i, I think that, that that was that was the best one but whatever if you're and saying that the best of all nine star wars movies well, is the phantom menace the return of the jedi is quite good to be fair but anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was about to say well, i'm digress. ending this call right now i mean you know you got the jewel of the fates and uh qui-gon dying and just spoiler alert sorry whoops um, but yeah, it's good. It's good. It's very good. And Darth Maul with his little double lightsaber. We ain't seen that stuff before. Yeah, anyway. uh -huh. Plums. Yes. <laughs> okay. What? But yeah, we we digress because <laughs> um, they were talking about all the producers and meetups, and then the next one was my dog tongue stuff, and then after that, I got something called pole after pole because they get talking about poles later on in the. Not, not not don't get excited if you're anyone that's a Slav that's listening. Um, this is a poll as in like a political poll, not a poll as in a, a derogatory term for someone that comes from Eastern Europe, which isn't something that I would use. Polak after Polak. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, here's your clip eight. <laughs> ABC News and Ipsos. The Ipsos is one of the biggest polling organizations in the in the country, and they can only get 524 people. I we get like 160 on my poll about your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, so he did a poll about he's got his dog. So he did like, oh, what should we call the dog? And I think the winning one was was it um, God Eater or something? Cody Planet Eater or something? Oh, the like, dog Cody. Cody yeah. Geddon. Cody Geddon or something. Oh yeah, yeah. They did like a poll. I remember this and then bit. I don't remember what one. And they, but they went on about this poll for ages, and then at the end said, "Oh, we can get." a fifth of what they got for this poll which is 500 which is awful for a poll isn't it that's no useful poll like who are you polling pollafterpoll.com i mean bowlafterbowl.com i think i think you just extrapolate off of that and that's how you get science you know after bowl I'm something of a scientist myself scientist yeah. do science <laughs> it just makes sense yes yeah and then to wrap it up from them uh i got a, a little longy uh, which is about participation at uh, 1 minute 32. Again, I tried to eke out the 33, but I couldn't quite make it. Scientists do science. People have brought up this conversation about, are you going to participate in the Great Reset or the Great Awakening? You know, mm. and, and and both yeah. sides seem to have their their agendas. As if, as if history could go any other way. Right, though. right. You know, it's especially, I mean, history going any other way. Uh, just from a historical perspective, not even mentioning, you know, the sort of biblical prophetic perspective, which yeah. is like, you know, those prophecies were not uh, written in scripture so that they could be avoided. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. they weren't written there so they wouldn't happen. Well, some are, some do argue some of the Old Testament, mm -hmm. more doom and gloom books in the Old Testament uh, where, you know, the prophets weren't necessarily making one-to-one -one prediction. They were more warning were warnings, God's people right. and what could happen if you turn your back on God right. and then what did happen when they did and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's very much like but also what, uh, yeah. in the old testament prophecies that you're that you're and, talking about and yeah. i mean and i think there's also. a difference between new testament and old testament prophecies yes. but even in the old testament prophecies they were warnings yeah. and they were uh you know they were meant to be acted on to avoid a bad outcome um and they never did i know they never did. <laughs> they always <laughs> they, they never heeded the warning yeah right yeah uh, that is a lesson learned I guess I'm I'm failing on my biblical knowledge, but how many tales of Armageddon were foretold in uh, in the Old Testament? I know you got like the Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, they're constantly told to do stuff. And the Noah's flood, obviously. Noah's flood, okay. And Jonah. Yeah, Pretty much all of the prophets' books. Okay. Uh, the Tower of Babel, you could count as that? Yeah, totally. But nice. it's possible that uh, any time the advice worked and was heeded, it just wasn't a cool enough story to put in the book, you know? <laughs> it's like oh there's that's not true <laughs> yes who's got They're the belt like, oh, yeah, the, he turned it around uh, everything was fine well fuck that's <laughs> lame it doesn't it's right about something else it's the oh, these people got nuked yeah. <laughs> it's the m5m yeah. of the old testament <laughs> there you go it bleeds it leads I'll, baby. I, i'll just throw this in here because uh like as somebody who was raised super christian 
And my parents are super Christian. My dad's still in the queue, thinks Trump's going to get reinstated. But, I mean, they're not idiots. My parents are, like, just super Christian, you know. And I was raised, like, reading the book of Revelations. And even when I grew up, I kept reading the book of Revelations. And they talk about a mark on your right hand or forehead that you will not be able to sell, uh, buy or sell without. Yeah. And uh, that will be the number of the beast. And that, I mean, we are pretty much there. See the forehead some, makes the forehead makes so much more sense though because you can get a temperature scan at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten my forehead's temperature scanned, dude. Yeah, me too. Like early That's on fun. in the pandemic, they would yep. make me they would scan my forehead. Uh, the Sweden just introduced the microchips. I know they're not fully adopted, but the microchips in the right hand that's already like being rolled out, not on a mass scale, but on somewhat of a scale. Yeah. Uh, the like. It, it's one one thing that I will say about the biblical perspective of all this is at the very least, it's pretty incredible that a book that's 2,000 years old predicted pretty much to a T what's going on right now. Roars and rumors of wars, the pestilence and plagues. The, the dog. Yeah. Was it because of the Bible that we've got the predictions and that's why we've got Israel and we've got all the problems that we've got because people have tried to fulfill those prophecies because after they read them they were like, oh right yeah that's the point that's the, the thing is like did the did bill when bill gates and mit had the uh micro dot tattoo to implant in you and and make sure that you're vaccinated when they patented that with mit and made it patent 060606 was that because it was a prophecy fulfilled or was it because they're just being assholes and they're like this will really freak the christians out you're trying to know. fuck with us. There exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's he, he just keeps pounding this guy, and uh, it's probably both. I'm gonna I'm gonna get through these uh, canary cry clips yeah, that I have that. myself, uh, so we can uh, touch on our second show. This just sets it up for what they are discussing in my next two clips. Tarot reading is the practice of pulling out cards at random from a deck and interpreting their meaning. In this way, the reader claims to tap into psychic abilities to tell the future. Now, this is not their words, uh, but no, I will go ahead not. and cool. I will go ahead and say that I was kind of triggered by this whole section of I the show. I was thinking about you whilst I was listening to it. <laughs> was like, I, I, know, I know which one you're pulling. <laughs> Christians don't even like Pokemon, let alone the tarot, man. <laughs> I wouldn't allow to watch Harry Potter or play Pokemon, yeah. No, I yeah, I, but I remember, like, I, yeah, Blueberry, I texted you, like, I was at the end of the episode, because that's where this clip is from, and I texted you, and it's like, I already know what clips you're pulling. <laughs> like, now, as soon as they started talking about tarot, I was like, oh, God, it's all over. Now, goddamn, if I could just go draw some cards and then go buy a lottery ticket, I would be all over it. Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. No, uh, but they are quoting an article there, aren't they? Yeah, it's from uh, Christian Today, I believe, was the publication. Which is an awful, awful website. Yeah, really, and I will say that this really terrible. this show has illuminated something for me. I will do my damnedest not to sit and read through an entire article ever again on my own show. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out here, but uh, these we two all do it once in a while. It has to happen once in a while. Once in a while, but goddamn, <laughs> I mean. Um, so also, you yeah. don't have a four-hour show to feel like they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now they spend. Uh, they spend 
uh, over five minutes discussing this or uh, reading the article and at the end the the article ends with there's actually christians who practice their own sort of tarot where they have jesus based cards so instead of the art based off of like your traditional rider weight deck or the tarot de marcel yeah. um these the cards are based off of bible scriptures and that's how they're trying to uh get the tiktok generation hip to jesus essentially and there's some well, a good luck with that I'm probably going to be pause, uh, starting and stopping some of this just based off of some of the things they say in here. But here's my first part. We know tarot cards tarot. are very dangerous tarot. and highly discourage it. What might be missing for a younger generation that has little contact with Christianity is a clear explanation of why it's a bad idea to engage in tarot. Is the only reason tarot. that the Bible says not to and that we should trust in God more? Can we give a more detailed explanation and warning that millennials would listen to and understand? For And I will say I should have stated that this is finishing the tale of the article so they're still reading at this point example yeah, yeah, there are many for former spiritualists and new agers who can tell their personal stories of the dangers however it happens talking about it rather than avoiding it seems to be essential i find this to be an ironic end to the article considering they're just complaining that nobody's talking about why <laughs> it's a bad idea and they had the perfect opportunity to Toss. actually take their own advice and uh, put it out there. So, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I also find it kind of funny that they're talking to millennials who are approaching 40. Why aren't they laughing? Also, how come they don't uh, how come they don't tell us what the dangers are? I I could be mistaken, but I don't think at any oh, point. Right. Yeah. They don't actually explain what the dangers are. But I digress. Yeah, yeah. I digress. When Gen Z are like the main people doing tarot on uh, on TikTok and Instagram and things like that. But OK, I guess whatever boomer wrote this article can't get away from the millennial thing. Oh, my God. They do the boomer thing. Well, can Ross you just, for president. Uh, can you just look at all these boomers? Oh, Jesus Christ. I just uh, such a such a piss poor argument. It's, oh, boomers and TikTokers. And it's not just TikTokers. It's not no, just it's boomers. Not. It's very popular. Yeah, I think they said that the it, the usage went from like fourteen percent to twenty four percent, something along those lines. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean, that's that's not a that's not a small chunk of people by any means. Um, but it's not just it's not just TikTokers, and it's not just the millennial. Well, I guess there would be a bigger degree of millennials. Um, and I'll give it to them. The whole like witch talk thing. It's a <laughs> It's a pretty spooky place. <laughs> yeah, uh, spent a uh, quite a while digging Spook around, uh, digging around in all their videos and whatnot. There's some, I would say, some truly misguided people on there. I mean, they they even it's misguided people everywhere. Well, you're talking about a bunch of people that were trying to hex the moon at one point, you know. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I mean, we kind of need that. These fuckheads well, don't even want to try and blow it up. Here I am, like, let's nuke it. <laughs> what it says is, is to leave it alone that, that it gets taken care of. So you don't have to involve yourself in it, basically. Just let it happen. Like, like let, the, let the big G-man do all the magic mm. with a K. He's the one that's, you know, pulling the, pulling the strings. So... But this is the thing, they just, they are, they know their audience and they know how they grew their audience 
and what topics worked when they did all their different interviews they 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 found a rhythm with what people were interested in and they have built up a community now is a canary cry dot community where they have a forum i don't think it's a fediverse deal yet maybe i don't know but yeah i see them as having some sort of like mega church where uh you got basil in his vr headset and he's like uh everyone else is in their rooms in their vr headsets and they're at the old they're in the in the cage with the canaries see and as soon as you said mega church i got instant turned off <laughs> Inst insta lost the erection yeah like a, a vr one you know like yeah uh, if you go to a place ugh. and there's ugh. a thousand people ugh. just like <laughs> um ross Tarot for president I think it's uh, oh doable God, thing. I just got it. Taro, 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 Taro. Um, all right. So I was. Yeah, you Taro know, is very annoying, wasn't it? You know, I, Taro or not Taro? Taro that is the question. I was, uh, Taro. <laughs> I Taro, will say, you know, the I'd say the first part of this clip that we just played, uh, with it being such a Christian-based podcast, I I definitely you know understand where they're coming from. I'm not really faulting them on it. I wish they would tell me why it's so dangerous. Um, you know, but uh, this this is the one I actually found a little more egregious and got kind of pissy about. It's a little long. We'll, we'll probably do some start and stops. What okay. what got me all triggered was at the bottom. It says it says what might be missing for a younger generation that has little contact with Christianity is a clear explanation of why it's a bad idea. It's because channels like face like the sun and and <laughs> canary cry radio and canary cry news talk get suppressed that's why yeah, right there and we're not alone there are tons of videos that came out over the years about why tarot is bad from a christian perspective are they linked where are they the, the whole oh yeah decade probably tons. of content if you really look tons. for it yeah but uh the algos aren't going to help you find that, no. that content no no no, no. what uh See, it's and like, neither are we. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own, fuck face. <laughs> the pro tarot on TikTok is... Now, this is pretty interesting, actually, because I have come across this before on social mm -hmm. media. And uh, I actually... I don't know if I read the article they mentioned, but I believe I remember this door woman uh, who advocates... This woman. ...cates for tarot as... <laughs> Yeah, just like a self-helpy type of thing. She doesn't necessarily believe that it's psychic or that it has any supernatural power, but that it's mm. just like an opportunity to think about whatever comes up and more of a way to like let your subconscious tell you what's wrong in your life or what you need to change or whatever. Uh, okay, Spencer, I know you and Phone Boy and Lorian had a long conversation about like what? Uh, what would you technically be communicating with when you're drawing cards and examining things? Is it literally your subconscious telling you what's wrong in your life? Is that? Could you See, add, the, add a little clarity the, here? That's the thing about it. Like you're interpreting the card, or you're asking someone else to interpret the card. So it depends on who's interpreting the card, and ultimately. Uh, if you're not a brain dead person, you're also, if you're asking somebody else to interpret it, you're also interpreting the card and their interpretation. I mean, it's, uh, it's called mind exercise. It's called using your mind. It's called thinking about things, making associations. And Right. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm not really familiar with any other situations where you use, you actively use your subconscious to analyze something. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? It's the devil's work. Oh, okay. Okay. Divination. Oh, I got a, I got a, div- I got another, we're probably not going to get to it, but I got like, another. You know, the rods, when you get the rods. And I got the clip here where they're water, talking about the uh, dowsing rods. They're yeah, not, the dowsing rods, yeah. they're not about we can, it. We could ask a biased source of information. I've got a magic eight ball. <gasps> okay. Magic eight ball is, is tarot bullshit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's do it. It says, uh, outlook good. <laughs> Sounds like it's, uh, spoken not, like a true magic bullshit, eight ball right there. <laughs> the thing is, it just says, uh. You know, you leave that to to leave that be. Basically, you don't need to get involved in that. That's it says. Just you know, stay away from witchcraft. And when you think about what modern witchcraft is with the TVs and the modern media and all that, that that is very much what we've all discovered to be witchcraft. They're getting people to change their behaviour due to what they see in the newspapers or see on the television, and inform their opinions in certain areas. And but then it, they get to test them once every four years with what they call an election, but really it's a census. But at no point has have I ever drawn a tarot. Sorry, I'm, I've got my mic on a stand on a table. I'm not used to it, so I'm a little boomier than usual. But um, I've okay, never. Boomer. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, boomer. But I've never drawn a car, and I was like, oh, okay, this is this is absolutely what I have to do. You know, it's not even necessarily coming in for a place of clarity or context. It's just uh, maybe maybe context is more in line with how I appreciate drawing tarot cards. But would you say it's fun? There is a fun aspect to it, yes. Uh, and there's there a there, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this clip off. Satan. I'm, I'm gonna do this bonus clip I got definitely. Um, so that's a big part of it, I think, is it's is that that explicit sort of uh, detachment from the supernatural that has given it such a, I don't know, alluring quality for the generations now who are pretty obsessed with, you know, self-help and things like that. Sounds like an excuse. I think that they truly believe that. Uh, from what I've seen, I've, I've seen lots of this. I'm I not know, saying it makes it better, but I, I mean, they just, you know, they want to do it because it's fun or whatever. Uh, and they like, you know, in the tarot community, it's all about the art. You know, there's mm. artists, popular artists will do tarot decks and sell a bunch of them uh, just because people like their art or whatever. Can you believe that people will buy something just because they like the arts. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh, slow down here. I you leave my Roger Roundy painting alone, all right? I've put a down payment on that thing, everyone. Man, I'm not going to... Can I... I am sorry. I had to I had to step away for like two or three minutes, but I was listening on my headphones while I did it. But Gwoof... I had a... Sorry, baby emergency, but... Yeah. Baby. <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, did you, Goof, already say what your opinion on tarot cards is? Because I think you and I might fall closer into the superstitious category on this. Uh, well, yeah, I just leave it alone. I mean, I've, I've done it in the past. I uh, had about three or four times done. Um, and people try and read my palm in the pub all the time. It's really annoying. And they <laughs> stare longingly into your eyes as they project onto you everything they want you to be. And you nod thinking... Mm. Sounds hot. Yeah. 
Thanks, darling. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely terrified of Ouija boards, but tarot cards, I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know. I think my first introduction to them was when I was a kid when I saw the Tenacious D movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, usually, that's usually how I go. <laughs> Never mind. Straight yeah. into number one. <laughs> so real, yeah. real rituals they're pulling on that set. Yeah. I just... Oh, I, they don't call him Jack Jack White, do they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack White. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rewind this. It's a different bloke. I'm going to rewind the, this um, back a little bit just because the just the the righteous indignity. It's like, uh, well, I guess there's like different artists and stuff that'll draw different arts for the cards. Well, and I guess diff I like yeah, and, the, and they also sell their stuff, don't they? They were saying at the end about how someone was, <laughs> That's going what I was gonna say. fax copy <laughs> conventions with papers. Before, before you play before you play the clip there, boobs. At the end, they say, oh, by the way, we have our own tarot cards that are not yeah. tarot cards, and we're yeah. selling them. Pieces of paper, didn't they? Yeah. They're called piles. Yeah. And as soon as they said piles, I can't see how hard my arsehole screamed. Man, and they even have a whole segment dedicated to reviewing listener-donated art. So yeah. All cash, yeah, baby. Yeah. Right, I, yeah. I just, it's I like, an agenda format. Three times a week. Can we all just can we all just admit right here and right now that we're mainly mad at this podcast because they draw in way more money than any of us do? <laughs> I'm not even. Oh, hey, listen, you dicks, this, send money. <laughs> yeah. <Fact> check false. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I just the I the arguments that <laughs> they have them. the arguments that they have against something that I am a fan of. I disagree with. Um, yeah, and close. The, yeah, yeah, and that's 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 about it. Um, well, let's finish this one up, and I'll play this bonus clip that I got too. I think that they truly believe that. Uh, from what I've seen, I've I've seen lots of this. I'm not saying it's, it makes it better, but I, I mean they just you know they want to do it because it's fun or whatever, uh, and they like you know in the tarot community, it's all about the art. You know? Or I guess they just do podcasts because it's fun or whatever. You know, there's mm. artists. Popular <laughs> artists will do tarot decks and sell a bunch of them uh, just because people like their art or whatever. Because people like their podcast or whatever. Uh, so it's become tarot. a bit of that. And also, yeah, they just. <laughs> and also. <laughs> don't believe in supernatural stuff, but it's trendy to like do witchy things, as has been uh, reported on this show and other places that like witchcraft and witchiness is like very popular it's trendy to do podcasting aesthetic true. now on the social media That's true. and yeah well, hey kids kids are gonna kid you know oh okay send your dick pics <laughs> <laughs> ice cream on kids baby goats actually you know i walked outside and there's a bunch of goats staring at me and i was like there didn't used to be goats here what the fuck <laughs> there's a bunch of greatest of all times on, right? staring at you what huh oh yeah they're looking down from above. Uh, from above? Goats and sheep, man. They Tom Brady, LeBron James, and, you Michael know, Jordan. Babe Ruth were all looking straight at me. All those goats. I would Whoa. say, I would say these, uh, these gentlemen <laughs> typically, if it's anything that touches near woo-woo, we'll use the technical term there, they're not going to be for it. That includes right. uh, dowsing rods, and that includes... Uh, um, Magic eight balls, and in this context, yep. they were actually I'd, talking what? I'd like to hear their opinion on the rain sticks then. Oh, that Adam and John use. Yeah, yeah that probably would be disapproving. 
A bit like the goat when they had the goat scream. I, <clears throat> you can only say bless you when you sneeze. Everything else, no. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> did anybody else play? Sorry, to, this is slightly related though. Did anybody else play Redemption growing up super Christian like you had mentioned before? Oh, is this the card game? It's like a Jesus version of Magic the Gathering. I, really? I feel like I had a couple of cards. It was but called Redemption. Never a full I'm set. I'm still trying to get uh, my hands on a copy of Diplomacy, Spencer, that you talked to me about Ooh, on the JFK episode. Yeah. I can't get a hold of it. I don't know how oh, to get a copy be, of it. That did sound we good. We could play online. Did. We could just play online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That could yeah, be fun. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Let's talk about after show. Um, I'll, sh- <clears throat> I'll show you some shit. I'll show you some shit, man. So in this context, they were talking about artificial intelligence. And I think the story was... An art or an AI decided that it could not be good, that it would always fall evil, something to that effect. I don't remember specifically. Yeah, yeah. but this I, is I've their issues with this. Um, this is their thoughts on scrying. In in the context of AI like this, it's more, of, if anything, it's more of a scrying tool than yeah. it is mm. an actual consciousness and right, and, right. and something actually coming to a conclusion. Right. Yeah. And by scrying tool, I mean like anything, like throwing bones or yeah. tea leaves or whatever. You have some sort of yeah. random input. I mean, humans have been do- using scrying tools for forever. You know, you got bones, you got dice, you got stones. Uh, no in cards. The, in the New Testament Hebrew. Yeah culture you've got uh you know all sorts of these types dousing of things rods dousing rods tea leaves these, these tools which are yeah. more or less just randomness why did he stop can you there? pause it right here i'm sorry yeah this is where i would disagree with them and i would somehow be yeah. even more superstitious than basil and gons are because like a lot of this type of stuff man like i don't fuck with it because i think like there is probably something to it Definitely. And they're looking at it, and these super Christian guys are looking at it like, oh, like, yeah, it's all nonsense. You know, you're seeing oh, what you want to see. That? I t- um, that, that might be just a little clip out, out of time there, because they've spoken about this sort of stuff. Where they've done interviews with people that have talked about it for a, a length, and they've come around to all sorts. Uh, like they do like three, four hour long interviews. I used to be a work as an electrician so when i was like drilling holes through wood i blocked my ears up with them it's quite nice <laughs> well let, they got let me tech. just give you a quick uh, anecdote because good. i don't want to i don't want to like take this take too much time because i know we have a whole nother show to get to oh, gold, yeah. uh you yeah, didn't want to but yeah, but Blimey. uh i was uh it's someone that uh a lot of us probably know who he is i won't say who he is but he was here to play settlers of Catan with me the other night we ended up, you know, hanging out, drinking a couple of beers and talking. And he was talking about like the psychedelic experience, which both he and I have had. And what happens where there is a outside force that you're trying to contact or that is contacting you. And what is that thing? And he went in the woods on a huge amount of mushrooms. And he came out with the, if I can remember these right, it was the gospel he was given was the game is infinitely big and infinitely small. You are always playing the game. And he went down this whole list of things past that, where it was basically like, and, and, and he asked the, th- like the thing, you know, and, and anybody who's like tripped hard enough on psychedelics knows what the thing is. It's our, or the, the, the creature, the beast, the goblin, <laughs> there's some, there's some kind of like extra internal, 
extra-worldly force. You could call it God. You could call it the universe. You could call it the creature, the beast. It talks to you, man. Like, it, and uh, he he asked it. Like, the beast said, "What do you want?" And he said, "I want to know how to do magic. I want to do magic." And this guy was a raised Christian, just like I was. But yeah, that was like the the first thing. He's like, first, you're gonna have to learn this. the the game The game is infinitely big and infinitely small, and everyone, and 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 you are always playing the game. Everyone is always playing the game. I just lost the game. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, but to no. The game? So when it when it comes to stuff like tarot cards or anything like that, like. Tarot cards, I was like, I'll, I'll, it's like, I can, I can handle it. That's fine. Ouija boards, straight out, you know, won't be fucking with a Ouija board ever. What about the end of the Chinese meal when you get your, your, the the cookie cracker? Did you ever do that? Because I never did that one. Oh, the fortune cookie? Cookie? Fortune cookie, that's it, yeah. What does that mean? When you have a Chinese and at the end you get like a little fortune cookie and there's a little message in it with some numbers. Is it that? He's asking if you, if you mess around with it. Can I give you a cookie? Yeah, like is it is it in the same league? I'd say there's. Can I give you a cookie. I, know, I if you want it to be, I think with all of this, if you want there to be something to it, it just yes. takes that the it it takes the um intention into it. Intention. And and, and for these folks uh, specifically, Canary Cry, because they give it no um no creed or not not creed but because they don't give it any credence because they don't take it seriously it's not real to them and that's cool oh a cookie uh i'm yes i i'm definitely uh, a super you know i'm not superstitious but i do um i do think that there's a lot to the supernatural no i don't actively try to summon things but i do I'm of the mindset that it is a like one of the purest forms of a magical with a K act is to create a sandwich. You know, you're combining mm. all of these atoms that have come from all over the the fucking universe. You're combining them into this one entity Savage. to sustain you, to to bring you joy. Oh. You know what oh. I'm saying? Well, that, yeah. Mm. So you're saying it's like from the you're saying you're, you're not superstitious. You're just kind of stitious. I'm kind of stitious. Kind of stitious. <laughs> well, it's a, I like that. Well, okay, stitious. I mean, what what you just said, boobs. It's like I I man, I used to take because I don't know. I I I think I agree with you. I think Basil and Gons aren't taking this as seriously as it could be. And the reason that I'm more superstitious than I used to be is because I spent you know, three years of my life deep diving with psychedelics to where I would take, you know, Terrence McKenna talks about five dried grams. I would be taking 10 to 12 grams of mushrooms. And over the course of three years, I would come in contact with the same entities every time. I have no doubt. And the same entities would talk to me. Yeah, and so at first, I thought there was... And and at first I thought they were you know speaking the Lord's truth, but then mm. the, like the further I went into it, it was like oh morality subjective, like blah blah blah. Mm. It's like I, the, looking back on it, and this is why I'm more superstitious, having had that experience than I probably would be, is I think I might have been in contact with demonic entities or or some kind of interdimensional yeah, beings that didn't have my best interest at heart. <laughs> 
I agree. And I know that I sounds fucking uh, crazy. They didn't quite hadn't experienced it, but yeah. Well, there's a show that uh, Basil does called the Joy Spiracy Theory, and on it he had a um, skydiver who was in this uh, skydiving team, but he was constantly taking drugs as he was jumping out of planes, like um, amphetamines and just all sorts of stuff. And one day he sat down and um, he took some heroin or something and then he monged out for two days and there was this constant knocking at the door. And every time he got up and he answered the door and there was this guy in a suit there with a cigarette and a thin pencil moustache in a suit. And he, he were like went to reach towards him with a contract and then he would like snap out of it and be asleep on his uh, where he took the drugs. And then around and around and around he went. And then at the end of it, he tore up the contracts and he went He went with the Bible guy that he met on the street and uh, ended up on the Joy Spiracy Theory and listening to Canary Cry. And this like this is the thing. is uh, it, When you're digging into 10 years of what they've done, it's a long time to be doing what they're doing and talking about what they're talking about and just kind of floating right under the radar. So, yeah, I wouldn't be where I am today without them, that's for sure. I'd be dead, hundred percent. In fact, I had like a couple of tarot card readings, and well, I had uh, what was it a three, three, like two in uh, um, in London and one in Venice Beach, and they all said like really, really bad news about your intentions. You're gonna head towards a sort of uh, better to burn out than fade away kind of end, a Kurt Cobain sort of Twenty Seven Club vibe. And, well, she's uh, dead. Yeah, there's only love that pulled me out of that. So that's it. Now, because you got a one-inch pecker. Let me let me ask you this, and um, I will say, um, I'm feeling like maybe we should shelve our second show because we're at a fairly decent time, and I don't want to add another hour onto the show. Oh uh, shoot! Well, how long are we? How how deep are we in? Uh, we're about an hour and forty minutes or so. Yikes. I'm good to keep going as long as we need to, but if we need to cut it off early, that's okay too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. have to, I'm gonna have to get out of here. Unfortunately, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, now let me ask you this, Gwyf. Mm. When you got that reading that said, if you don't change your ways, you'll end up in the Twenty Seven Club. To paraphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what I was aiming for. Do you think it was because of that tarot reading that you started exploring alternative avenues? That no, it was it was because of that that I stopped. It, the last one was about um, falling in love with the next girl you meet, and I was in LA in Venice Beach. And I was like, oh, okay, fall in love with this. Okay, okay, let's do that. So I bumped around <laughs> for like a whole year, just falling in love with everyone, and then I just sort of thought, oh, maybe it's just a, you know, it's not about uh, next girl you meet. Maybe I'm I'm interpreting wrong. It could be this plant. Maybe it's uh, this tree over here. I could be falling in love with this. <laughs> Um, and then uh, my missus was the only one that sort of held on to me in any sort of meaningful relationship. And when things <laughs> fell fell apart, she kind of come like came back to me and was like, "Oh, you know, I'm still there, by the way. You can still love you, stupid idiot." So I was like, "Oh, all right, then I'll just stick with this one. This definitely loves me. This little meat bag here, this human meat sack with a electrical signal inside, working away that noggin that I'm never gonna that Pandora's bro- box of ugh, stuff." hashtag can relate yeah and just you know it's uh good i think it's uh life uh yeah well life must reproduce mm. which is what the robots are doing now as i reported on in my last show that the women got in frog cells and they've got algorithms in frog cells and they're replicating but don't worry 
just you know front page news doing something else well uh spencer i, sh- I guess i should ask you are you cool if we uh shelve the second show for uh the following episode yeah that'd be fine with me i don't have any pushback against that all righty um we'll go ahead and give you a little teaser next time when we come back we've got a uh, union of the unwanted episode mm. 40 where dr peter mccullough joins them and i think uh, i hear here's your teaser he has uh, i think 69 um million uh subscribers <laughs> on a podcast that's uh, you know that's pretty strong oh my god 69 maybe <laughs> well uh before we wrap, can we run through some Canary Cry ISOs I have? Sure. All right, you got my ISO the bank there? Yeah. Just All one. right, so I, I liked... Uh, what do we got? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. I labeled these so bad. Just uh, go ahead and play a couple of them. We'll see where we're at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me get them loaded up. Uh, life yeah, is just life. so much nicer. What? That's life. Yeah, life. life. is just... <laughs> Life yep. is just Life. so much nicer when you forget Jimmy Fallon exists. Hey, there you go. That's and so true. we're moving. Yep. We're moving. Moving. <laughs> we're moving. I like that one. Play that one again. Moving. And so we're moving. Yep. We're moving. <laughs> oh, whoa. Then we got, oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Ooh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then b- before you play, say and play <laughs> Satan. Satan. And then play Satan because he drops the T here. Satan. I think it's Basil. Oh, yeah, he does. Basil <laughs> drops the T in Satan. Satan. Does he? Satan. 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 The devil. Satan. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got Satan, Satan, Satan and the devil. The devil. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got, yeah. 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 Wow. I like my puppy uh, in the face. Play that. That's great. Uh, let me. <laughs> Did anyone else bring any ISOs or? It was... Oh, oh yeah. All of mine were from the other in my mouth. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got a bunch here. I'm a bad person, and I shouldn't be producing content. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And also, good one. Uh, this one's uh, a good one. You're not privy. You're not privy to the facts. Uh, I think some 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 doggy emergency. Doggy emergency. Uh, again, Adam Curry, <laughs> Jack, and their hating dog bit. Yes, we've got a live animal in the studio. Call animal control. <laughs> uh, this one had a weird sound at the end. Live to tape. Nervous. Nurse. Nervous first hundred episodes. Oh, yeah, well, we're all nervous the first hundred episodes of being live. And uh, we heard the <laughs> being alive. Wait, wait. Did he being say alive. the first hundred episodes of being alive or being live? Being live. Because he was talking about the dog oh. being nervous. Uh, <laughs> I, thought he said, I thought he said the first hundred episodes of being alive. Like, the, yeah. Probably. We had a uh, technically temporary, which we already heard. Yeah, everything is technically temporary. <laughs> All dogs are technically temporary. Oh my god! All Aww. dogs go to heaven. Uh, Basil's a very much a cat person. I like cats. Uh, I, dogs are all right. I like cats more myself. Fuck! Just, my dogs are killing me. Uh, and then, um, I mean, this one, this one might just be sticking around for good. I mean, this women will die. 
Oh, I'm a bad person. That's great. Oh, Lordy. Well, hey, what? Go ahead. Go ahead, Goofy. I got something after that. Go ahead with what? I was gonna say we, you can find Gwiff at AI.cookin where he's the voice of the legendary comic strip blogger. Is that correct? Yeah, just reading his reading his AI news, CSB's AI news. Oh well. He's picked up. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Where you'll find out about all sorts of stuff that's going on. The Terminator movie's being thoroughly ignored at this stage. Uh, Australia are just handing over their military decision making to an algorithm. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> the Americans have just well, created a whole new position. <laughs> they've, they've created a new position um, that's like a data analyst that all the other uh, branches of the army and that have to feed to and just let the AI tell them what to do next. Mm. It's great. And Sir Spencer, you're over at bowlafterbowl.com. Token yeah, Tuesdays. Right. Bowlafterbowl.com. Yeah, you got the legendary Dame DeLorean, and you're covering all sorts of fun topics from your top three thirty threes to weed legalization or weed legislation news, I should say specifically. And then, yeah. yes sir, yes sir, voicemails, and then the you got uh, you got the bowling segments. Good time, lots of good people hanging out. Uh, sir, 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 seat sitter, podtar.com. <laughs> What do you got? Yeah, coming shipmyass.com for the old episodes. Uh, but before we, before we wrap, I would like to, I really want to introduce a potential. You know, maybe not everybody's going to. Maybe you guys don't oh, like yeah, the it, segment. But I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to introduce a new segment for misinformation that we potentially could do every episode. It's a short. It would be a short segment, and it was. It would be the greatest podcasting moment of all time. So every show, no matter what we're doing, no matter what format, because then we're going to keep changing up the format on misinformation. Hmm. Every every person on there could bring their one clip as a contender for the best podcasting moment of all time. Oh, and and by the end, by you know a year into doing that. We could have a bracket. We could have a poll. People vote on, but what whatever poll it is, like. Com. <laughs> poll after poll, yeah, and uh, but yeah. I, I, I like the I like this idea mainly because I found one clip that might be a contender, and I would like everybody if if you're all down to bring one clip that you would say this would be a contender for the one of the greatest podcasting moments of all time to the show. At the end, we rank them all up, you know, a year later, and then we actually pick the best one. And uh, I think one. I think this one I'm about to play would be a contender, possibly. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Could oh, be you're a contender. Gonna, you're gonna blow your load early, huh? Mm. Yeah. So this is uh, Gavin McGinnis, founder of the Proud Boys. Already wrong. <laughs> on, on Joe Rogan. <laughs> And and Joe Rogan, uh, he's supposedly I've seen him live. He calls himself a comedian, air quotes. Uh, but he's he's constantly kind of not quite as bad as Tim Pool is, but he's condemning people for what uh, they talk about and really doesn't understand a joke when it happens. So this is Gavin McGinnis <laughs> advocating for drunk driving while Joe Rogan takes him all too seriously. But Gavin, Gavin McGinnis makes a lot of good points here. 
Oh, so you want to be able to drunk drive, so that's why you want an American citizenship? Uh, that's not why, but I do thoroughly enjoy drunk driving. I think it's... Uh, really? Yeah. Do you really? drive drunk? No. It's the best. It's like playing what? a video game. Oh, come on, man. You <laughs> I can... don't mean bla blackout, but seven beers, that's a fun little oh, drive. Oh, God damn, dude. Oh. That's really drunk. Like, your, your, your <laughs> fucking reaction time's terrible. If something happens, you could slam right into things. No. Drunk driving is <laughs> a myth. Wow. What do you mean drunk it's a myth? Drunk. What does that mean? I mean, the world wouldn't be better if... Uh, the world wouldn't change if it was made legal. People would not... People don't jeopardize their own safety. It's, you know in America, in New York, sorry, uh, it's illegal to drive after two beers? You shouldn't be commanding a vehicle if you can't handle it on two beers. Well, I'm on two beers right now! Yeah, it's, oh, what is it, 08 or 09? That's insane! Yeah. Well, that, I think, is low, but I think that's also a revenue-collecting device. Totally. You know, I think... It's like recycling. I think if you could do a test <laughs> of people's coordination and after two beers, you would find it's really not much different than being sober. But seven beers, big fucking difference. Driving is simple. Think of how but many... Driving's <laughs> not simple if something goes wrong and you have to make a split-second decision, and your reaction time is fucked up, so a, a collision occurs that wouldn't have occurred if you weren't drunk. That's where it becomes a problem. You sound super anti-drunk driving. Well, if the shit hits the fan... <laughs> The shit hits the fan. You can't keep it together what with your hammer. What fan? Something happens in like front what? of you. You have a to deer? slam on your, your brakes. A deer? A person. Someone makes a mistake. Someone goes into your lane. You could cause a collision because you're drunk where you would have avoided it if you were sober. That's a fact. People are jumping out on the highway now? What? No, I don't cars, understand this scenario. Cars, cars making a mistake. Yeah, Someone well, coming yeah, into your lane. Someone coming in your lane? Oh, you bonked. No, you don't bonk, <laughs> collide, and people die. It happens all the time. <laughs> Car accidents on the highway are fucking deadly. People happen all the time. You can accidentally, like Caitlyn Jenner did, push someone into fucking traffic yeah, and they get hit texting. head on. Texting is no, way more dangerous than texting. drunk texting. He, he was, was spaced out. Why she was texting. Why was he, he or she then? He was he then. Why did he say, uh, <laughs> I think he already had fake tits. But he, he was, uh, or he, at he least was he like was. He was like a bull dyke then. He had a sweatshirt yeah. on and he, he was, was like a lazy a dyke. Face, though. He had that big face, <laughs> the big man face before he turned he into a texting. woman He was texting. I can't remember what I saw. I don't him, think he was. I don't I, think that's ever been proven. I think that was the part of the investigation. Was look, they it's found not going to be my main platform when I run for president, but I <laughs> think drunk driving is uh, not an issue. I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, I've. Roger Avery killed somebody <laughs> drunk driving. Okay. <laughs> the guy wrote Pulp Fiction with Quentin Tarantino? There's hundreds of... Th right now. People, think of how many cars are going opposite drive. directions. <laughs> right? And we mm -hmm. only have, what, 40,000 deaths a year? But don't you think that people, like, are less likely to drunk drive because they're terrified of losing their license? Yes. They're terrified... Yeah. So they do it less. Yeah, so, so they have less fun. That's why LA isn't less fun. Less fun. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is my submission for the greatest podcasting moment of all time. Feel free to, <laughs> yeah, anytime you're on this show, it'll be uh, number 16 yours. on the uh, seed when oh the tournament God. begins. <laughs> 16. 16. Okay. Well, that all was right. interesting. There's some come in my yep. lane ISOs that somebody should have picked up, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bonked. <laughs> oh, lordy. <laughs> Uh, I lost track of where I was. Um, I will fight for this. I will fight yeah. for this segment. I, I like, hope yeah, somebody I like will. I, I, I've got the winner picked out for you. I've got it. All right. Um, I uh, yeah, abs in the six pack with Sir Seat Sitter. Who do you have coming up next? Oh God. Um. Oh, January sixteenth. January sixteenth. Wow. Uh. 
Noah and I and Dean Reiner are doing an expose on school shootings. We're touching the third rail. We're going to talk Vegas. We're going to talk Ooh. Christchurch. We're going to talk Parkland. Uh, right. We'll probably, yeah, so is, that one's going to be we'll gnarly. And then Randy, uh, Randy, Alex Randy Stein Sick. and Char and uh, Charlie Robinson and I are going to do a 9-11 episode after that. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, well, uh, I can guarantee that Midas will be joining us on Behind the Schemes tomorrow night on Monday. Ooh. Head over to badradio.live or hopefully, knock on wood, loveislit.com is working. Finally. <laughs> so uh, head over there if you want to get some action in on your Monday night's post hog story. And um, yeah, boys, this has been a lot of fun. Good to be back in the saddle with y'all doing some shit. Hell yeah. Gotta go more often. Nice. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when we're going to be doing this again, but, uh, you know, always keep keep uh, tuned in to No Agenda Social on the Mastodons. We'll let you know there. We're doing it again tomorrow, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 9.30, 10.30, 7.30 specific. <laughs> This is going to keep going. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here's some ISIS for y'all to enjoy. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. And also, you're not privy to the facts. I'm a bad person and I shouldn't be producing content. Hmm. Doggy emergency. Live to tape. No. Yeah, well, we're all nervous the first hundred episodes of being live. Yes, we've got a live animal in the studio. Call animal control. I mean this. Women will die. Ah, that's doggy tongue in the mouth. Life yep. is just so much nicer when you forget Jimmy Fallon exists. And so we're moving. Yep. We're moving. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Satan. Satan. The devil. Yeah. If you get Plums. the shot, then somehow, I don't know what the hell. Anyway. <laughs> I... <laughs> and also... Live to tape. I mean this. Women will die. Oh, yeah, well, we're all nervous. The first hundred episodes of being live. <laughs>